Hello. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I don't know why I try and make it into a song every single week. I think it's because you don't know what to do at the beginning. So you yeah, start nervous singing. singing. <laughs> nervous singer, episode 119. You got me nervous. Uh, I, yeah, I'm not nervous. It's probably more of like a awkward thing. Heat exhaustion. Heat exhaustion. <laughs> Topical. Thank you. Was there a nice helicopter? Tropical. Uh, what was it called? Know. A topical? No, I don't think it was a topical. Orange. Was it a tropical? All I can think is Solero. Oh, you still love Solero. Yeah, I thought I did, but I also don't think that I did. Do you remember those... Solero shots? Okay. Is that what you're going to say? With the little balls in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's because we were talking about it the other day. Was we? Yeah, because I said that the lime ice lolly that I had tasted like the lime Solero shots, which ah. I preferred much more than the, the like... Original one. Probably why it was on my mind. Yeah, probably. Do you remember, um, oh, what were they called? Screwball scrambles. The things with the chew at the bottom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm quite literally reading your mind. Do you used to have an ice cream man? <laughs> yeah. Did you? Are, you? are you the ice cream man that's come around? <laughs> okay, oh, Do you ring the bell? And... Yeah. Oh, I remember you. Have you I told the story? I must have told the story before about when Zaps changed the name. Yeah, and your mum wouldn't order it. Yeah, because it was called WhatsApp. <laughs> Can I have a WhatsApp, please? <laughs> you have to stick your song out. Sorry, Wendy. WhatsApp. <laughs> How good with nineties? Um, yeah, decent. <laughs> Don't remember all of it. I was like up until the age of nine. But going back to Screwball Scrambles, what I didn't enjoy about Not a sentence I thought I was say <laughs> is the it was so exciting to get to the chewing gum bit at the bottom. Because it was such a novelty, but then when you got there, it was dead hard. Yeah, solid chew it. <laughs> yeah. Like breaking eight pieces at first, didn't chew you could it. Chew it for like five minutes and then it was like, nah. Like chewing on a rubber. <laughs> mm. I'm slightly off tangent, but. Um, You're going to go off tangent. Gobstoppers. Mm, yeah, yeah, you couldn't chew on them. No. There was always someone you knew that completed one. <laughs> I I, we've talked about this recently. I, I know a lad once he completed a gobstopper. Oh, legend. You used to like do it until your tongue hurt and then like wrap it up and. Go back at it. Yeah, then you go back at it when you take the wrap around because it will wet. And paper stuck to it. <laughs> I always, you always knew someone that used to eat Starburst with the paper on as well. <laughs> Why? Stop showing off. Just take the paper off. I don't get it. Why are you better than me because you're eating it with paper on your weirdo? Mm, that's funny. I tried it once. It tastes worse. Well, yeah, of course it does. It's got paper on it. It's like when pe- people eat kiwi fruits with the skin on, don't they? Do they? Yeah. Those hairy... Like the hairy... The hairy people, no. <laughs> like hairy skin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's apparently well nice. Are you serious? Yeah, I might try it one day. I'm not doing the Starburst thing, that's mental. Oh. I know. I couldn't think of anything worse to do. I, I could. I could definitely think of something worse than eating a kiwi with its skin on, yeah. <laughs> Fairies. Yeah, probably not great. Eating poo. Ew. I've shown you something worse. Right, okay. Eating boggies. I want a nice swallow. I'm going to go back to the ice cream things because... Don't blame me. That, uh, the, the Sorry, I just checking. I thought we hadn't started recording yet. Well, and people would have missed out on this vital, yeah, valuable content. Yeah, missed out on all this information. <laughs> this nostalgic start to the podcast. Anyway, oh. anyone else hot? <laughs> it's dead hot right now, isn't it? Sweating. Oh. I'm that hot. That what if just... it's not hot by Monday? Right, and? Well, this comes out on Monday. Well, it's dead on now, it's Wednesday. They'll know what they should have done. <laughs> you don't learn from next time. I'll check the weather, it's well hot next week. Is it hot next week? And as it's well? going to be hot again at some point in the future. Very good point, we're coming into summer. And that's when it's hot. Well, fingers crossed. 
<laughs> yeah, I hope so. Anyway, Jen, I've tried to tangent, tried to segue. Sorry. I'll just keep interrupting. Go on, segue. It's you first. So oh, right, me. That's what I keep trying to get you to do, <laughs> talk about the first topic, because you're, the letter J is next to it, which stands for Jen. I don't want to. All right, okay, I'll see you all next week. <laughs> so, basically, when we're talking about how to deal with the heat, we've picked the top three ways that we see the heat impacting uh, both us and the people that we work with um, and the splendid people that we work with um, which is all of them all of them yeah just to clarify um, <laughs> there's not like a few we don't like <laughs> yeah and we're gonna run through kind of obviously the, the whys of why it impacts us and then also what we can do about it so as Phil has pointed out I I am supposed to be certain <laughs> with sleep I think the Obviously, the big one is just, it's just really hot and it's stuffy and it it can make not only getting to sleep challenging, but staying asleep really challenging. I woke up in the middle of the night last night like, oh, it's very warm. Mm. And that that's the sort, that's my story. <laughs> I'm glad you all tuned in for that. Um, so, it's thinking about what we can actually do. So... Something we've done this week, which has been really, really, really helpful, hasn't it? Is keeping your curtains or your blinds closed in the day. It keeps that heat off the room and keeps your room just feeling a little bit cooler. Um, especially if you're like at a room where typically um, faces the sun quite a lot. Um, that can be really helpful just to keep it a little bit cooler temperature. Alternatively, getting yourself a fan or a cooler to keep that room temperature down. Um, I know some people are very light sleepers and that noise can be quite irritating i am thankfully a heavy sleeper and and could sleep with the fan on at all times um but yeah having that fan or that cooler can be really really useful just to keep you cool or even if you just put it on to help you get to sleep um i, I think ours has got like a timer on it hasn't it and it wasn't expensive yeah. it was just like a cheapy tower one that we got from like argos or something last year you could also just get a timer plug and plug it into that so Good the point. plug turns off or the socket yeah. turns off after like an hour or whatever yeah so it just kind of keep, keeps you cool enough so you're not like got it on your electricity all night but it's just like on enough to to, get um, you to sleep. get you to sleep yeah wear loose clothing or maybe no clothing whatever tickles you fancy but just keeping everything loose and is is it true that actually your body temperature temperature regulates better if you are in clothes or have i made that up do you know um i don't know the, i don't know there is either of i don't know that you made it up or whether it's true well i won't tell you that as a fact then because I, I don't know that that's definitely true i love but, it when you say don't quote me on that it's my favourite. Don't quote me on that. Jen says don't quote me on that that often in the day that I might start writing a book because I've got a reason to No, I usually start like... Don't quote me on this book. Don't I'm quote like, me Where am I going to quote you? <laughs> I don't understand where I'm supposed to be quoting you. Like, and when you do say something, you never start with quote me on this. <laughs> so I don't even know what I'm supposed to quote you on. This is a fact. Quote me on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, a, a client once actually suggested spraying your sheets with cool water before you get in which i've not personally tried but it sounds great i think actually uh, kira said something about draping a wet towel across herself yeah kira's gone extreme <laughs> yeah. i'm pretty sure she said putting the towel in the shower first so it's absolutely sopping wet through wringing it off a little bit and then lying underneath it yeah i mean that's i think is a very chaotic experience but whatever works the, kira i honestly i think it's what i genuinely think it's whatever works when it's here for you. Dither, isn't it, middle of the night. <laughs> your whole bed's wet yeah. <laughs> 
Um, this one really worked for me actually last night. I, I, when I woke up in the middle of the night, that story that I just told you that was really interesting, I actually went and did this because I went to the toilet because I can't get through the night without going to the toilet anymore. Um, run some cold water on your wrists and then like dab it on your neck as well. Because they're what what are they like? Tri- they're like trigger points for like cooling your body down, aren't they? It brings your body temperature down if you put like cold water on your wrists and your neck. Um, and if you do wake up like in the middle of the night and you're really like overheated, that can be a really nice way of just bringing your body temperature back down. I went to sleep straight away after that. I was like, wait, wait. I woke up like really, really, really hot. I was like, oh, I'm never gonna get back to sleep. And I just went and did that under the tap, um, and like put it on the back of my neck with my wet wrist, um. And I just went straight back to sleep. Class. Yeah, it was really good. Really worked. So, number one, sleep. Now, number two, food. It's going to be different for everybody because with sleep, there's nobody who's sleeping better because it's hotter. Like, that's not a thing. Everyone's just struggling with sleep because it's hotter. Um, with food, it's different. For some people, their appetite goes down. For some people, it goes up. So some people don't actually want food. And like, I, just, I just literally don't want to eat food. Like My appetite is really low. I just don't fancy anything. Other people are like, I can't stop. I literally can't stop eating. And it's about being able to tune in, tune, in, tune in to that change and understand it a little bit better in terms of what does your body actually want and need and then allowing yourself to make it work for you. But I'll come on that uh, onto that in a moment because the other thing um, that could potentially be happening here is the fact that do you actually have a reduced appetite or do you just not want to cook? Because they're two very different things. Ultimately, it's very understandable if you don't want to go in the kitchen and stand over a hob for like an hour and a half cooking a paella or risotto. What is it you made the other night? A risotto. So Jen made risotto the other night. She was stood in the kitchen for like an hour stirring a pan in the absolute boiling hot heat. Do you know what? It was actually quite nice because although it takes a while to cook, like you're not actually like you're not actually stood over the hob. You just like fill it up a little bit, and then you can wander around while it soaks it up. So I actually mm. was it was actually quite a good meal because it just put a little bit of water. In. Well, it took an initial bit of cooking on the hob, but then I just put a bit of water in and then wandered off and let it like soak well, up. Take it all back then. So yeah, the I thought it was going to be terrible. To be fair, but it wasn't. Yeah, well, I'm glad. Yeah. Um, so with with food, it's about understanding you, understanding your wants and needs, gaining an understanding of what's actually happening. Like for example, like, like as I just said, do you actually have a reduced appetite, or do you just not want to go and cook? Because if you don't want to go and cook, that's not actually a reduced appetite. That's just a reduced desire to being be in a kitchen, which makes a hundred percent sense. And once you've started to understand you a little bit better and understand what it is that's actually going on here, you can then start to make that work for you. Can I just have one more thing that's not on there that I've just thought about? Is it to do with sleep? Sleep and food. Oh, go on. I'm just thinking that if your sleep is impacted, you, you're probably going to be, your cravings around food are going to be impacted as well. Very you're probably going to be seeking more sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, and your um, leptin and ghrelin is going to be changing, which mm-hmm. we know, if you've heard us talking about this before, I think we've done a different episode on this once, Um that you're gonna you, your body's not gonna be getting the signals to tell you you're full and it's also gonna increase the signals that tell us we're hungry i've done that the right way around haven't i mm-hmm. yeah um so the the lack of sleep that you might be facing will be impacting our food choices as well 100%. so they do intertwine with each other so the big thing that we can now do once we now know what the actual challenge is with food is start to plan in foods that align with how it is you're feeling so if it is a case of the fact that you just can't love going cooking because it's red hot, 
planning things that don't really require a lot of preparation. So things that you can kind of chuck together or things that you can kind of like chuck in an oven. Something that's going to take minutes or seconds rather than like 35, 40 minutes or an hour in the kitchen. Plan those things in because that then means that you're going to eat. And you might, you know, let's say for example, you're someone on a weight loss journey, you might be thinking, well, what's, what's the problem? Like, I just eat less. But what we often find is that if you're not having that meal in the middle of the day when it's at the hottest, you're then absolutely starving in the evening when it's cooled down. And that's when you then binge and overeat because you're not eating during the day. That's why it's super important to still get that meal in in the afternoon, even when it's hot. However, it's even more important to actually plan in something that you're going to want to have and want to make. The other thing that's really important is thinking about time. Like how much time do you want to spend in that kitchen? Because if you don't want to spend a lot of time in there, the last thing you want to be doing is thinking, right, I'm going to put together a three course meal that's going to take me an hour, an hour and a half. You're not going to want to do it. So therefore you're then going to go and grab something convenient. So it's not even about whether you eat or not. Something Sometimes it's about I've planned this, but then I don't have it and I just have something else instead. And that something else doesn't align with the goals that I've got. And therefore you quote unquote, go off track, go and do something that wasn't part of the plan. You then feel worse, you feel guilty. That then has an impact on your week. And all this has happened just because the sun's out. So it's about being able to A, understand what the challenge is for you. And then B, responding to that by saying, okay, if this is what's going on. This is what I now need to do in order to continue moving forwards. We always look at the weather when we're planning our foods for the week, don't we? Always. Although yeah. I believe that um, it's a conspiracy theory, so yeah. it's worth me checking. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, as someone, and, and this is me just kind of being open and honest about myself, like, if you love salads, this is a great time of the year. I'm a... I'm not as fussy as I used to be, but I am still a relatively fussy eater. I don't like a lot of cold food. So I find this time of year when it's really hot quite challenging because I don't love foods that most people love at this time of year. I find salads really... Like, I don't like salads. Like There's one salad that I'll eat and it's because it's got rice in it, so it makes it hot. <laughs> so I think it it's just finding what works for you. And it took me a little bit more time to find that. And we just have like about five lunches, don't we, that we kind of put on repeat when the weather's like this because it works for us. Um, and one little show that's really good tip for like the um, reducing your kitchen time, we get those um, cooking a bag things. Chef. What? <laughs> get a chef. <laughs> Phil. <laughs> um, yeah. Jen's, Jen's got herself a chef. It's working really well for her. <laughs> I, however, I'm struggling because I'm the chef. <laughs> Dripping wet. Absolutely shattered. No, but... Jen plans in three-course meals and I'm absolutely knackered <laughs> on a Wednesday afternoon. Hey, I cooked that risotto this weekend. You did? Um, challenging meal to cook as well, that. Mm. Anyway, it, those, like, cook... Uh, what they call, like... Are they called, like, cooking a bag? What are they called? Baking a bag. Baking a bag. There we go. <laughs> cooking a bag. We just put... We just chop up a load of veg and... Stop laughing at me. <laughs> Just, I was just thinking, we had to like you open the bag and there's a chef just in there looking at me. <laughs> Hello, and the cook in the bag. <laughs> Shuffling it all about inside. Yeah. Just moving um, the peppers, but he's tiny, he's just banning really hard. <laughs> Turn like over the pepper. Yeah, he's like pulling on a big bit of chicken, trying to, and then he like lands under the chicken. He's like, Excuse me, I'm stuck under a chicken breast. <laughs> Jen's alright though, she's, um, she's sunbathing out back. Our personal one-inch chef is just absolutely flattened <laughs> by a chicken breast. All oh, right. Well, I was telling you something useful, and that took a change of topic. I think what I said was useful. <laughs> Careful with the cook in the bag. Look after him or her. Or if you need a bake in the bag, hmm. that can be quite helpful too, because that one's just like you. You're They're in control. They're better because there's no little man in it. <laughs> 
they're well better. You don't need to worry about the health and safety of a tiny little cook inside a bag. Uh, right, anyway, bake in a bag. Uh, by the way, if anyone stayed with us through that and found that entertaining, then you really have got the same sense of humour as me and Phil, and well done for being as weird as us. <laughs> but, um, what was I going to say? Bake in a bag. We just put, like, chicken breasts. We usually, like, butterfly them, so chop them in half so they, they, they're nice and juicy. Um, chop up a lot of veg, like peppers, mushrooms, sometimes if we can stomach them, courgettes, because for some reason me and Phil... Don't love courgettes, but just keep cooking them. I dislike them. <laughs> and anti-courgette. Um, courgette. Anti-courgette. Is anti-courgette. Mm. I'm Uncle Courgette. Nice to meet you. Hey. <laughs> you stole my joke. I did. I'm good at that. I was good at that. Um, and then also some sweet. No, it was. It was my joke. Think <laughs> <laughs> to sell it to me. I'm, I'm buzzing that I remembered it. Yeah. Um, and then this recipe will come out one day. What um, recipe? <laughs> rubbing my belly as I did that yeah, like younger recipes <laughs> um, you're telling everyone a recipe <laughs> you're trying so hard do you know what it's quicker to actually cook it than to just listen to what Jen's telling you it actually is baking a bag butterfly chicken load of chopped veg and like Mediterranean veg is really nice I can't have onions and I don't like tomatoes but if you want to do like onions tomatoes peppers mushrooms yum um, and then like some little cubes of sweet potato because they cook really nicely in that and then just bang it all in the oven done like mm. so good for like a summer's evening and it's so easy and doesn't like you don't have to do anything um so that's my section on food don't you want to move my section on food jen said more than i did it was supposed to be a, a really quick little share at the end and you turned it into that palaver tiny little cook in a bag anyway <laughs> I've got really bad indigestion, so I apologise to everyone. For what? What are you going to do with indigestion? I don't know. I feel like I keep like burping and like I'm scared people can hear it. Oh, I've not heard I don't. Th- I don't think they can. No. Um, it's really bad. Um, movement. So, obviously, the big one, the big challenge is like heat of the day. Like, if you're someone who typically goes out and maybe does like a lunchtime walk, like it's just probably just too hot like it's extremely challenging right now even like post work and in this weather if this is when you usually go to like the gym maybe like loads of our clients have said their gym's not got aircon which i think is mental um in fact we used to go to a gym that didn't have aircon and it was absolutely horrific i'm pretty sure it's against the law yeah it's awful absolutely awful so like we would not expect you to be going and doing that um and it, it is probably going to impact not only the way that you move, but the times that you move. Maybe it's going to impact the certain types of movement you do. If you're used to doing some kind of like higher intensity stuff, like that might just be too much in this heat. Um, so what we can do is literally as much as we can. It's, it's kind of about being compassionate with ourselves and understanding that when the heat is like this, in order to look after ourselves, sometimes less is more. And we can adapt as much as possible so yeah we can get out early morning we can get out later in the evening if that's something that works for you but we know it doesn't work for everyone it might mean that if it's something that you can't make work for you that your movement's going to drop a little bit this week but that's absolutely okay like let's be honest how long is this weather going to last in the uk (laughs) probably not very long um so it's only going to be a short-term thing but we've been really really loving like longer early morning walks and just getting it a little bit later in the evening. I think the beauty is obviously that the lights are night, lights are nighter, 
Nights are lighter and the mornings are lighter, so it, it does make it easier to get out a little bit earlier when it's a bit cooler. Mm-hmm. So make the most of that. Um, if your gym does have aircon, maybe go and do more stuff at the gym mm-hmm. and make the most of that. If if it's a bit cooler in the evening, like last night, we were doing a workout, but we went and sat in the garden in the shade last night at about half seven-ish. It was a really hot day yesterday, but it was lovely and cool in the shade at that time. So you might be able to do like a little workout in the garden maybe at that time when it's a little bit cooler and it feels more achievable. Um, if you've got like the space to do that, um, that could be something you do. Or you might just kind of drop certain movements. So you might want to do a little bit more walking, um, uh, maybe doing some like yoga inside if you've got a really nice cool room or like in, doing something in front of a fan. Like it might be that you just kind of switch up how you're doing it what you're doing it where you're doing it basically find what works for you but still keep moving to feel good that is the most important thing don't just go well i can't do that so i'm not doing anything try and adapt and try and find something that works for you like like within this time frame what the like like was in i don't know i was trying to say that bit but yeah find something that works for you and and roll with that and and one of my clients said she went swimming last night and she was like it was absolutely amazing like Mm. it was really nice and refreshing to just like get into a swimming pool um i'm sure if i wonder how many people one of our clients keeps going for early morning swims in the sea i think that's amazing i think that's sensational if you live near a beach what we mentioned that last week did we i'm still buzzing about it we won't mention it every week oh yeah because we talked about the city and the beach didn't we Yeah. yeah um but yeah just like Try some new things. I think someone uh, told me they went paddle boarding this week because it was nice weather. Lovely. Yeah, really nice. Um, so, yeah, maybe it's a nice time to go and try something different as well. 100%. So there is sleep, food and movement covered. If you've got any other challenges with uh, the heat, pop one of us a message and yes. we'll work through it together. But it's now time to put Jen on the spot. No songs this week. Oh, that's a shame. Because I heard in the middle of the week that you wanted to just do a solo podcast, just of you singing. So I that... was thinking about bringing that out. <laughs> if anybody that's what Phil's be been telling me this week. If anybody would be interested in listening to me sing once a week, once a day, if you're up for it, um, just let me know and I'll bring out my own podcast. <laughs> just like a little mini episode in between each week. Doesn't have to be mini, it could be hours. <laughs> Depends how much you enjoy my voice. It have to be mini. If you've not listened to, if this is the first episode that you are listening to, please go back and listen to more so that you can experience Phil singing. I think he sang in last week's episode. Probably, I sing in most of them. Just so you can really make, make your decision for well, what it is that you want. We should put like virtual polls on podcasts so we could like have a vote. Do I do a personal one where I just do songs or do I not? Oh, and if you want to hear me sing, then you can go back to the first like 20 odd episodes. Do you remember when I used to try and like match a song to what episode it was? Or you could just swing a cat around a room. Because <laughs> that would pretty much the same thing. You're so cruel. I have a voice like an angel. With a bad voice. <laughs> so, would you rather... Listen to Bill sing on a podcast or Jen sing on a podcast. Definitely me. <laughs> Great question. Answer it. I just did. Me. No, I mean, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the listener. All right. Tell us who you'd rather you sing. I know who the answer is. <clears throat> yeah, me. It's always me. <laughs> Would you rather, for yeah. one hour every single day, yeah. 
sit next to me whilst yoghurt drips off my beard. <laughs> or every single meal I drink it out of a bowl. <laughs> oh, if you don't know what we're on about, go back two episodes and listen to my on-the-spot question. No? When was that? There was a few episodes A few episodes ago, my on-the-spot question. No, it was two what? episodes ago because it was you to oh, me. Yeah. What habit would you get rid of? And it was one of them too, so which one would you rather? <laughs> I sit with yoghurt dripping off my beard for one hour every day and you have to sit here and look at it. Or every single meal that we have together, I drink it out of a bowl. No, I think it might have to be that one. What, the second one? Yeah, you know how much I hate yoghurt, like so much. And also mm. just, that's like double because I hate yoghurt. I hate the smell of yoghurt, I hate the sight of yoghurt. And I hate it when you've got stuff in your beard, so that's like double ache. Like, it's yeah. two weeks in one for me. Whereas, at least with the bowl one, like, it's just the bowl. Mm. Like, you're just drinking out of a bowl. I'd slurp, though. Oh. I think I could stomach that one, though. Do you think? I think I could if I... If, if, it, if it was a life or death situation, I had to pick between the two. It's not life or death, Jen. It's a podcast <laughs> question. <laughs> I think it would have to be that, yeah. Because I just couldn't. Like, I've already told you, I am absolutely in no way, shape or form doing yoga duty when we have kids, so... And I don't want to deprive them of something that they might enjoy, so... Well, I'll I'll happily do yoga duty. Right. I enjoy yoga. Well, the babies can hear me now, apparently that's what my app told me this week, so I'm going to tell them, your dad's on yoga duty, so if you want a yogurt, you could speak to your dad. <laughs> speak to me. Brilliant. You've got to whine at your dad. Poke at a yogurt. Squeeze yogurt all over your dad, not me. Um, but yeah, not definitely that one because just there's, there's too like it's the sights and the smells and the oh no. Well, there you have it. <laughs> I can't believe that that was your rather. That's funny. Hope you enjoy. I'm gonna do that from now on. No, <laughs> that wasn't real life. It was real life. <laughs> we'll let you all know how we get on. Next week we'll do bust. <laughs> Can it go through that quickly? <laughs> I don't know. Asking, asking for me. Asking. <laughs> what did I say? Asking for my other wife. That's the second time I was talking. That's what? the second time I told you I was going to divorce you today. What was the first time? Um, I think I was like being too nice and doing too much stuff for you. <laughs> and you was like, I can't handle all the good stuff, Phil. Ah, it's not, just not good enough for you. Oh, can I just talk about it before we leave? Leave? Yeah. Um, although the weather's really difficult right now for a lot of people and challenging, mm. we had a really nice morning this morning. I know this isn't something that everyone can do, but it's something that you can take an idea for for like your weekends or even like adapting somewhere. So I've been struggling in the mornings to kind of like <laughs> stay awake. <laughs> no, but a little bit yes. Um, but I've been feeling really like low and unmotivated in the mornings and I think it's like dragging on from a little bit from like morning sickness to be honest. Mm. But this morning we made a little sausage butter, took okay. our little coffee maker mm. and we drove Me. to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And our little cook, yeah. put him in a bag. And we drove to the beach. Mm-hmm. If you live right by a beach this is really achievable for you. We had, we had a little drive to get there and we just sat and had our breakfast with a little coffee on the beach this morning. And it's really picked me up and I just think that like, although there's a lot of downsides to the weather being hot and it means we can't do a lot of stuff, 
it's also thinking about what does it mean we can do and trying to think about the things that will bring us happiness and joy and making it work for us so i feel like i don't want to end the the podcast on like a, oh the heat's horrible like it ruins everything yeah, let's okay, end yeah. it on like a, well what can it help us do like what can it give to us as well because like it was a really nice temperature this morning i think we got there about half past eight didn't we yeah um and it was a really nice temperature like it wasn't too hot like i'm not dealing well in the heat at the moment obviously being pregnant is not ideal in the heat but it was just a lovely temperature it was a really nice experience and then we were able to kind of come home and crack on and i felt like really positive um off the back of that having like had a few days where like the heat really got to me it's really picked me up today um so let's end on a positive and Think about also what the heat, if you're struggling, what can can you do in the heat as well? Great ending. Have a good one. We'll see you all next week. Bye.